What's going on, guys? Welcome to this episode of the My Parents Office podcast. I am your host, Andrew Diaz, and today we have a very special guest on via Zoom, music producer and photographer, Mike Squires. Mike, what's going on? What's good, dude? How you doing today? I'm doing really good. Happy to have you on the show. Thank you, dude. I'm excited to be here, you know? Awesome. So um, how's co- how have you been during COVID? How's that uh, affected you so far? Just all around. So when COVID hit, we were actually on the road touring. So Pimo and I, like, I got Pimo on his first tour, and we were opening for Greaves. Okay. And we were probably, like, five shows in, and then the entire country started shutting down. So then we had to jump ship. We literally had to drop everything we were doing and just fly home. It was just, like, the most chaotic day of our life. So over COVID, though, I've just been, like, after that, I've just been trying to reinvent myself because I spend most of the year touring, but you know, okay. this year, this year we're not touring a lot. So just you guys trying to like on the West coast when you guys got called back or pretty much oh, when it all shut down, right? You guys were out in yeah, Seattle, right? Yeah. So we were out in Seattle and then we had to fly to New York. And at the time, like those were like the two hot spots. So we're oh, just yeah. like, but, but we had like no other choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's like what we had to do. Thankfully, like neither of us have got it, but you know, that was like definitely nerve wracking at the time. Absolutely. That's, it's scary. That's a scary thought, especially, yeah, because you were in the two biggest yeah. cities that it was all, it was blowing up in. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was crazy. Uh, you got out on tour. It was you, Pimo, Greaves. Uh, who, was anybody else out there with the, you guys? So the holdup, so it was a co-headlining tour with Greaves in the holdup. And now okay. the, the holdup is now Michael Garmany. So there is no holdup anymore. So we, we, were, we were on the last holdup tour. Okay. Um, so was that going to be a whole countrywide tour or was it out West? So it was like four, it was like 41 cities, 40, 40 cities, something like that, like U S and Canada. So it was like, so it was Pimo's first tour and I, I'd met Greaves a few times, like prior to that. So originally I think I met him at Spose's show in Maine and then Greaves was on the Watsky tour, which I was on as well, working with George and then, then he was on the Webby tour, the Chris Webby tour. So I, I had like a lot of run-ins with Greaves. So then when Greaves was like, hey, I'm probably going to do my own headlining tour, I was like, Pimo. And yeah. we went over like, I probably talked with him and Colin, who Colin's his manager for like, probably like almost eight months to a year putting that tour together with them. And then mm-hmm. we got him on it. Everything was good. And then, you know, COVID. Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything turns around right on you. It sucks, but... Yeah, you win some, you lose some, dude. Yeah. So you said you were on the Watsky tour, the Webby tour. Yeah. Um, I want to transition a little bit over to the photo book. Is that when you were taking photos for that? Yeah. Well, so when I did the photo book, so apparently this idea I've had for a while because I got like, you know how you can get those like Facebook memories? Yeah. I got like a Facebook memory from like two years ago that was like, oh, if I did a photo book, like, would you guys like get one? So I don't remember posting that, but I think – I've always like kind of put it off just because I've been busy with other stuff. Like I've had, like, I normally go tour to tour to tour to tour. And then I'm like shooting music videos and then I'm like in the studio working on music. So it was something I always put off, but now because of COVID I've been blessed with this incredible amount of time to pick up all these other projects that I've always wanted to do, but just never have. So the photo book, the photo book was one of the main ones where I just was like, I'm just sitting on like so many photos that I just love personally that are just never going to see the light of day if I don't ever do something like this. You know what I mean? So basically that's how like the photo book came to be. And it actually was a lot more work than 
I had initially anticipated it being because that whole book is in chronological order from like when I shot it to everything, but it just took a long time putting it together, but I'm happy with how it came out. Well, so like I have the list of uh, people featured on it. Yes, dude. It's, it's insane. I mean, you've got everybody from Sammy Adams, you got Sean Kingston, yeah, <laughs> the D'Amelio's. So yeah, it's, it's all over the place, but so were those, how many pictures did you take in the span of like pretty much COVID time? Or so, these all pictures you had saved up? These are all pictures I had prior to COVID. So these are from all the tours that I've done, all the travels I've had. So I had all these photos and it's like, but it's cool. Cause like, I don't know. They just like kind of tell like, a, in a way, like this book is like kind of like a little story of my life of like what I've been doing over like the last few years, because being mm. like a camera guy, like I document everything. So you know, you can literally see what I was looking at through my eyes, like at that time, you know? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, what was your favorite tour that you were on that you were able to photograph that made the book? I like them all for different reasons. I know that's like kind of like, feels like maybe a cop-out answer, but I do like them all. Like, because the thing is with each tour, it's like a different experience. Like touring with Watsky is a lot different than touring with Webb. It's a lot different than touring with Greaves in the holdup for the minimal time that I got to tour with them is different yeah. from touring with like Ollie and F like it's just different experience, you know? So it's like, I don't know, I guess I enjoy all of them for different reasons. I guess that's, that's the honest answer. Gotcha. And so how did you get into connection like with the D'Amelio's and doing uh, pictures for them? Cause I know you guys okay. are down like <laughs> the same end of the state. Um, yeah. Really, you see a bunch of like musicians on the people that are featured and then, that top row, you see the D'Amelio's. Yeah. So I worked with them before they were famous. Like Charlie, oh, really? like, yeah, she wasn't on TikTok, like, or if she was like, she just was starting. Okay. So I basically worked with the father because he was running for state Senate, I believe. And I did all his political videos. So I oh, did like, wow. yeah. So it's like a super random. So the photos that you see in the book of them are, from when I was doing that, like I was shooting a political campaign. Charlie wasn't famous yet. None of the, none of them were famous like, yes. So okay. it's like really crazy, but they're honestly, so I spent most of the time with Mark, who's the father. Yeah. And you know, I had the opportunity. I, I sat with Mark in traffic for hours. Like literally we were just sucking. And he just was telling me his like life story and like advice that he'd give like to, to just like people just starting out and like what, I don't know. He's like a really nice dude. He's a smart dude. And you know, like, I don't think it's my place to tell his life story, but he shared his life story with me. Yeah. And you know, it's you like, you got to see that he was really down to earth and yeah, more, I think he did more than a politician. Oh yeah. I think definitely. Well, I mean, just on a personal level, like he, in my opinion, he definitely deserves everything that's happening to him right now. He's just an overall really good dude. So that, that's awesome. Because I think like you see a lot of, little small news outlets try to smear them for just blowing up and it's just a family at that point yeah i so i don't like you know what i mean i'm not super hip with like following everything but just like from my personal experience they were like really nice like i had like an we ended up we all went and got hibachi which was like really fun okay and yeah no and it was just like a really nice overall experience like just an overall like really nice family you know that's, all, that, that's pretty cool to hear just from somebody else's perspective about it yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, take it for what it's worth. Like, you know what I mean? I, I hung yeah. out with them for like a day, you know what I mean? Yeah. So 
but no, they were really awesome when I worked with them. So you and Pimo have been together for a, a <laughs> long time. It seems like I think my favorite picture is the one of you two when you guys are young and you're holding the boom box. Yeah, dude, that's from a music video from way back in the day. Friggin', uh, that's like a video that we shot in high school, but dude, all that footage really came together. Cause I'm a footage hoarder. I have like everything mm -hmm. I've ever shot, like ever. And, uh, you know, like it really made the run-in video something like really special because of, I had all that footage, you know? Yeah. That was an awesome music video. Um, and I like just seeing pretty much back to when you guys are younger. Yeah, and dude, we've been at it for a minute. dude. Cause like a lot of people it's, it's not fake how you guys are actually friends and have actually been friends oh, yeah. for a long time. Like a lot of people, like it, it could be like a, people could think that's a fake thing, but if you see that music video, you know, it's not. Oh yeah, dude, we're pushing, we're definitely past, 10 years i'm gonna be honest though i'm really stressed out right now so pimo got me a gift right yeah so he, he got me this gift i don't know what it is yet but like literally i've been stressing over the like i've been stressing so hard over this stupid thing because he's told me a little bit about the gift he said oh this gift is gonna make you cry that's what he says to me i haven't i haven't got it yet and then he'll like and i'll be like i don't believe it and then he'll like show my girlfriend and she'll be like damn and then i'll be like oh no and then she'll like show my friend jamie and jamie's like oh like, so I don't know what this gift is, but Pimo has a gift for me that's been stressing me out over like the last like two months. Cause that's when he told me, so he got it for my birthday, which was in October, but he said it wasn't ready yet. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Cause he has, he's having somebody make something and he said it's a process, but it's going to be worth the wait. So I don't know. That just, I don't know. That was just like a real random thing that was bothering me. And so it's still he knows stressing it. me out now. It's, it's still Oh yeah, dude. Out. And he's going to watch this and laugh and it's still stressing me. <laughs> Um, I don't know so why it is though. What made you guys get into music together? Like, what made you guys decide to pretty much be quote unquote business partners in this? So, I mean, we honestly, like, we've been doing it before, like, it was quote unquote a business. You know what I mean? We did it like as yeah. fun. I think, so I don't remember who it was, but somebody told me to reach out. Someone was like, oh, you make videos. Cause that's how it, my, my original come up, like, I was a video guy. That's like how I started. And I was solely a video guy, really, for, a pretty long time like okay. so they were like oh like you do videos you do uh music you guys should do a music video so i reached out to parker on facebook and that's just like how it started and then we ended up shooting a music video which ended up like then we ended up working on a project together where i helped like produce it was like a mixtape back in the day in like 2012 and then we just kept going and then he took like kind of like a little breather like a few breather years and I was just like, yo, like, you got to get back to this. And then, bam, we got back to it, like, 2016-ish. And then Life is Good came out 2017, and we've just been kind of dropping singles since. And we have our next album that we're working on. We got, like, from what we have of our next album, I honestly think it's, like, our best album yet. So I'm really stoked on that. Really? But we're, yeah, but we're taking our sweet-ass time with it, though. Like, really making sure that, like, everything is, like, good you know and how we want right. it to happen you know so we're not rushing it but everything that we have so far is like really on point i think so one of my favorite uh singles you guys dropped since i really started listening to you guys was uh i hope 12 don't pull me over with riffraff yeah uh, that's a hell of a funny one dude what was yeah like that one i play in the car all the time like what was that one like making with riffraff because that's so, um, like i said that's one of my favorites that you guys made so, okay, I'll tell you the whole story behind that. For, let me just start off by saying that we have never met Riff Raff. Okay. <laughs> okay. We, let, let me just start off by saying that. So, originally, 
we sent him a beat and he put a verse on it and our distributors were like, I'm not sure if this is like the song that we want to like release. Like maybe let's try another one. So we have another riffraff song that we did that just probably won't ever see the light of day. Who knows? Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, so then we sent another beat over, didn't hear anything back. And then I hope 12 don't pull me over was our third attempt at a song with Riff Raff. And we were like, yo, if this one's not it, we just like, shouldn't for- yeah, we shouldn't force it. Like it's not meant to be. So, um, it just kind of came like naturally, I guess. Like, and I remember recording the song and there was like, so I, I remember like coming up with like one of the flows and then Pimo laid it down and I was like, Oh man, like, this is not it. Like I made a mess. And then, then Pimo goes back in and then he, I'm like, I'm like, they're just sitting there like absolutely hating the song. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh no. Like, cause it, it sounded like a good idea. And then Pimo comes in cause it was like originally the, the pass in the Dutch pat was like really, really low. But then okay. P came in, then P came in and did it like high, how he did like pass in the Dutch. And then that like changed the entire vibe of the song. And then we sent it out to him and then we saw a verse, like maybe a few days later. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah the, his verse is so what it, it's, it's a weird verse on it. Like, yeah, it, but it fits the song. Like with the beat, it may, it kind of brings it all together. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, I like, I love that song. Like for weird, I don't know. I just think it's cool that like we have a song with Riff Raff, like, yeah. you know, like growing up, like, you know, I've always saw him everywhere and he just like, seems like a really funny dude. I'd love to meet him. It's ironic that we have a song with him and like never met him, but like, you know, like I'd, I'm sure he'd be like a cool dude to kick it with from what I've heard. Like, I know like Webb is chilled with him a lot and he said he's like mm-hmm. a cool dude. So that's that. Yeah. So uh, how did you guys, so on to Chris Webby pretty much. How yeah. did you guys, I know you guys are both uh, Southern part of Connecticut too. So how yeah, did you dude. end up getting together? So Webb, honestly, like, I was just going to Webb shows when I was, like, in high school, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I must have been, like, this is probably, like, 2012, 2013. He had a show at UConn, and I just, like, linked with him there. And, like, honestly, like, I was, like, because I was, like, how old was I? I was, like, 14. So, you yeah. know what I mean? I was kind of going on, like, a fan. Like, you know what I mean? And then uh, I just kept filming the shows and to the point where, like, then, like, I was filming Webb shows, but then I had, like, I was doing other music videos that were getting like millions of views and like making like my name, like kind of in the music video world. And then eventually like Webb was like, Oh shit. Like Mike's doing this kind of stuff. That's I like, Oh, but you know what? I also did a music video for his dad too. So his dad makes music. Yeah. So, so that like, you know what I mean? That was like also probably some, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of like naturally fell together, but now I'm at the point where I've done like, I just shot a music video with Webb. That's I think it's annoyed in Webb. It comes out next week, I think. Okay. And then, yeah. So I don't know when this is coming out, but like the video might be out by then. But I have a video with Annoyed and Webby coming out soon. But I've shot music videos for Webb. I've, you know, toured with him at this point. So it's like, you know, and then like, you know, what I mean, that's just like my guy. And he's like pretty much my neighbor, too. We live pretty close mm-hmm. to each other. No, Webby's dad was at the Black Friday show last year, right? He came out on guitar. Yeah, dude, he's the—he's such a sick, nasty guitar player. Just overall good dude too. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's where I found you guys pretty much because uh, I was a big Spose fan. Okay, yeah, Spose is also the homie, dude. Yeah, so I went. Me and my dad saw that he was going to be at the Black Friday show, so we go there, and you guys were the first ones to come out, and we like 
I, if I didn't go to that show, I would have never found you guys pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I think that, <laughs> that was a fun night. Yeah, that was a fun, that was a wicked fun show. Um, yeah. What, so another one, cause I'm a huge Spose fan. What's it been like working with him? Cause Suicide oh, Doors off of uh, We All Got Lost. That's one of my favorite songs. Dude, appreciate that. Yeah. That's all, dude, I love how that song came together. First of all, Spose is the absolute man. He's probably, I feel like I text Spose like a lot compared to like most people that like I work with. Like mm-hmm. I talk with him a lot, but Suicide Doors is like funny how that came together. So I sent Spose that beat and then Spose sent like the rough version of like the Suicide Doors hook. And he's like, oh, like, I'd love to get like a, a chick to sing this hook. Like, I think it'd be fire. And yeah. I was just sitting, I was like sitting there with Pimo. I was like, yo, lay down this hook. But if he's like, but he didn't ask me to lay down this hook. I yeah. was like, nah, dude, lay down this hook. Like I hear what he did. I know what you can do. I was like, just lay down this hook. We'll send it to him. Worst comes to worst. He's like, I don't want to use it. But like best case scenario is he uses it. And he did. So I don't know. I just thought it was like that track came together like super organically. And then I shot the music video with them up there. Like on, I don't remember which P day Christmas it was, but we shot, we shot over like the course of three days. And it was like, it was just like a really fun experience. I suppose it's just honestly like a real, suppose it's like one of the greatest dudes ever. It was just like a really nice dude. Yeah, it doesn't seem it's nothing seems fake with him. No, nah, like, what you see is what you get, dude. Is what you're getting too. Yeah, dude. He's like an overall just he's a he's a really funny dude too. So yeah. um I also want to talk about your music videos. Um Okay. So the one for running, was that you that put that together? Yeah, dude. So it's, yeah, it's basically an insane video. It's so all the like it's so weird when you watch it for the first time because there's the big, like, I, I just call it a creature in the back. Behind oh, yeah. Demo. Yeah, that, so that's the Going Nowhere video. But, yeah, oh, they came oh, out around the same got time. You. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, dude, that was – honestly, I can't even fucking take any credit for the fucking creature that that was. Like, I, so, P and I had this idea. We wanted to go to the woods and shoot this video, and our good friend Will, Will mm-hmm. does, like, all these friggin' crazy – He's just a crazy 3D animator. Okay. And I just love Will so much because every time like I hit Will with an idea, he's like, no, man, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I don't know. Like, and then like I send it over and I was like, oh, I don't know, dude, just give it a try. And then he fucking kills it every single time. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's just funny. He always has like this like moment. He's like, well, it's like, I don't really like, I don't know, design the creatures. And like, I was like, well, I was like, I don't know, maybe like, could you put like a, like can you find like a skull model and a zombie model and just kind of like stick them together and he's like oh yeah and then he does it and he just absolutely kills it and we're just like yo like how did you do that yeah it's like dude you're insane yeah so will is the goat will is the goat that and i was a fan of the uh i believe it's the life is good one with uh yeah the bust heads i think that one was also that one was sick that was one of the dude that because that one recently so I had watched that one, and then I kind of went down like a little rabbit hole of watching all your guys' uh, music videos. No, that's awesome, dude. Friggin' uh, Life is Good. We were sh- holding on to that video for a second. We honestly were waiting. So for that one, this is before I linked with Will. I started working on that one with this 3D animator from somewhere in Europe. You know what I mean? I don't even know where he's from. I don't even know his real name. You know what I mean? But yeah. we, we just, So we just were like, yo, can you animate these? And it just took like kind of a long process doing that. And we wanted to get it right before we put it out. But I love how that video turned out too. I just love 3D animation. And like, I'd love to, like, as I move forward with a lot of my video stuff, I'm going to try to incorporate it as much as I can as like need be, as long as it fits like the video treatment, you know? Gotcha. 
So what was your transition from going from just a video guy to going into beats and stuff like that, like to more producing? Yeah. So with videos, like, so I, I started out doing videos and I was like, always doing videos. And then basically when I, when videos had to like render and stuff, it'd be like an hour, two hours. So this is going to sound pretty nerdy, but in those two hours, like that's when I would start working on music. Cause it was like not enough time to like go somewhere and do something, but right. it was, like enough time to like open up their software and learn it. So I've been producing since like 2012 as well. I started putting out, I guess I dropped some beats like here and there, like throughout the, the process, but I didn't really start getting like full producer until like 2016. And then when Pimo and I started rolling out like train girl and then way up and then those singles. And then, obviously domino effect into you know where we're at now yeah that that's it's it's a weird it's kind of weird that like because some people spend their whole life working on trying to like perfect like uh producing music and you just opened up your computer and learned it and just kind of caught on to it dude i feel like i fell into a lot of this stuff you know what i mean by the time i was like oh i want to do this like i kind of already was doing a lot of these things you know what i mean i never yeah. like had i never had the mindset of like okay today's the day where I'm going to start being this. Like I just was always doing it since my enigma. So it was like, it just kind of happened naturally. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm yeah. super, I'm just thankful that I picked up, these are the hobbies that I picked up at like a young age and I was like able to like flip it into a career. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so once COVID hopefully is contained and gone. Oh my gosh, please. Um, <laughs> what's what's next uh is Pima, are you guys gonna hop out on another tour hopefully i know yeah. it's to plan that out now because we don't know when it's gonna be over so. yes so i guess like touring is definitely like the second that we are able to tour and we feel it's safe you know for not only us but for the concert goers themselves like we're touring you know what i mean yeah. that's like without question we're, we're definitely we have to you know what i mean we just like yeah. we have like we're because we're still like we're still deeply invested in the last tour we just did and we still have all the merch from that. We still have all the friggin', you know what I mean? So it's like, we have to tour. There's no question about that. But in the meantime, like he and I are working on an album. Like I said, I think it's like our greatest album yet. I have a producer project that is coming out. It's done. You know what I mean? It's pretty much done. I have all the songs. So that project here, you know what? I'll give you a little sneak peek. Hold on. Let me just sneak to the pod. I'll, well, I'll just tell you who's on this project so far as of right now. So we got Pimo's on it, uh, Dylan Reese, Locksmith, Jaron Benton. Uh, let's see, Ryan Oaks is on it. Atlas is on it. Uh, okay. J Wright's on it. Uh, Camila Recchio. Uh, I don't know if I said Abstract. Abstract's on it. Dude, Abstract sent me the most fire verse the other day. But there's, yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of people on this project that I'm excited to, excited to roll out. Dylan Reese is actually, he's going to be coming on the show. and uh, Oh, really? Yeah. So we're excited to get him on, definitely. Dude, Dylan's an awesome dude. Yeah, he's on, so he's on the first song on my project. Okay. That's, yeah, so, so right. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for that. I'm excited to roll this whole entire thing out. So just working on a bunch of stuff. And I've honestly just been reinventing myself. Like, you know, I'm trying to do more music videos over, like, the next year and, like, put out a lot of like producer singles where I like I produce the records and get people on them. You know what I mean? And just like, but like part of like a Mike Squires rollout, you know what I mean? So yeah, where it's your name on it versus yeah. And somebody else. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like how like, I guess Diplo does it mm -hmm. like 
or maybe like a DJ Khaled, except like I'm more involved in like, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm actually like producing it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Um, once again, what, hopefully once COVID ends, um, who do you want to get out on tour with? Who would be your ideal, like first tour out, uh, 40, like you had to say 41 cities. Who do you want to hit the road with? You know, I really enjoy touring with the people I tour with, you know, like obviously I want to get Pimo back on the road because it's like, there is like a little heartbreak element of like, yo, I just got this dude on his first tour. And then like, like, you know what I mean? Homie, like literally like, you know, you ever watch SpongeBob? Yeah. You know, like how like SpongeBob walked into the salty spittoon and slipped on the ice cube. Yeah. That's like how I feel like P getting on tour was like, he finally got on tour and then he fucking slipped on the ice cube. Not his fault. Like the world, you know what I mean? So, I mean, obviously I want to get out there with P. Um, You know, like I always like touring with Webby. Webby's like a good dude. He's a fun dude to tour with. We play a lot of Pokemon Go when we tour. (laughs) Um, um, And then Watsky too. Like, you know, I've realized that I really see my Watsky tour family like when I'm touring. You know what I mean? Like Webby, I see like, like often like here and there, but like, I don't really see Watsky too much unless in the whole family, Kush, Camila, like everybody. And, uh, unless we're touring. So, you know, like I miss them and I just miss touring. There's just something like, there's just something about being out on the road, like waking up in a city every day. I don't know, dude. It's just like, yeah, I just kind of miss it. So like any of those would be great. You know what I mean? I just love seeing my people's. How did you get with a guy like Watsky? Because he's not a local guy. Like he's a California guy. Yeah. Uh, like Webby's Connecticut, Spose is Maine. Um, you and Pimo are obviously really close. So what, what's different about you and Watsky? Like how did you guys end up finding each other? So I originally met Watsky years ago. And he like kind of called me out for it when we – so I met him on Warp Tour, I think 2014. And I was doing an interview with him and then – so like flash forward, like two years later, mm-hmm. um, I was working with an artist that opened for him and I would just like, was talking with him and he's like, Mike, you look, he's like, you look really familiar. And I was like, nah, we've never met. And he's like, nah, <laughs> he's like, nah, you look familiar. I was like, all right, we met. I was like, it was at war tour two years ago. Uh, I was doing an interview with uh, a blog called college of music. Uh-huh. And I, yeah. So that's like how we reconnected. And then, you know, like during like the time I was like, like talking with George, then we just kind of like connected. And then uh, flash forward two years, like I just got a random phone call and he was like, yo, want to come on tour? And I was like, holy shit. Yes, please. Yeah. And like, w- dude, George, like George is like the coolest of cool people. Like I can't like, I have nothing bad to say about that dude like he's just like the greatest like he's just literally one of the greatest dudes and I'm like so thankful for him and like just like how he moves you know like even just like as a friend watching him like how he moves it's like it's really inspiring you know and like how he like he just like he's a really like he's a man of the people like he really is like a leader in my eyes like he's like the type of person like if you're trying to lead something he's the dude you want to be you know okay yeah, and so he's I, a really saw, good dude. You got the freestyle record, uh, the freestyle world record. I thought that yeah. was – I'd, like, pop in and out of that live stream. Like, there's – this is insane that he's still going. Dude, it hurt my heart going to sleep because it was, like, the idea of me going to sleep and waking up knowing that he's still rapping is just the most insane concept <laughs> to me. And, like, 
but the thing is, dude, like George is like the realest dude for that because I mean, just from, so touring is like a huge part of like my income, including friggin' all the tour members. So George did that to raise money for his entire crew. And like, okay. you know, like I was like one of the people who got something from that. And you know what I mean? Like George doesn't have to do these things, but he does. Like he looks out for his people. Like he knows that like his entire crew just took like a financial hit this year because yeah. touring is, you know what I mean? And like, you know, him doing things like that, like, you know, like I just can't thank him enough. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's just like, you know, just yeah, like, just sounds like a great dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I would take a bullet for George. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's going to wrap up our interview. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Lions. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, where can everybody find you on social media? All right. So on Twitter, it's at I am Mike Squires. At, yeah. uh, on Instagram, it's at Mike Squires. On TikTok, which I should be on and promoting more, but I don't. But I'm, I swear to God, I'm getting on TikTok this week. I promise, suppose that I would. <laughs> but I really got to do it for myself. But anyways, on TikTok, at Mike Squires. And then where else? What else? Oh, YouTube. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe if you type in Mike Squires, like I, I don't have that many subs. I got like 1500 subs, but I'm about to be putting a lot of effort into my YouTube. Uh, Spotify, Mike Squires. I don't know, dude. I guess I'm everywhere. Oh, I, think, I think you covered everything there. Yeah, dude. I was just trying to think of it on the spot. Once again, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Dude, appreciate you for having me, man. Absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the My Parents Office podcast. Stay tuned for more content. We're going to be dropping soon. Uh, and thank you guys.